Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of Daffy's Roundtable. In this episode, I'm joined by three incredible people to answer the question, should influencers be breeders? All three of my guests today come from different backgrounds and have different experiences in the reptile hobby, which also means that everyone has a different opinion when it comes to answering this question. But before we do that, allow me to thank Exoterra for sponsoring this podcast and making this episode possible. Exoterra makes quality products for our pet reptiles to make them feel at home. And as you can see behind me in all of these episodes, I have my fair share of Exoterra products. And over my time in reptile keeping, in my experience at least, having Exoterra products around have made my life a lot easier. Okay, should influencers be breeders? Let's find out what Greg from Beneath the Canopy Exotics, James from Top Shelf Geckos, and Yoshi from Modern Reptile have to say. Hello, everyone. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Also, the order has changed since before the before we hit record, and now I'm like confused trying to find everyone. Again. Okay. <laughs> First of all, thank you all for coming on. Um, of course. Uh, the topic today, which I'm sure as anybody listening has already seen from the title, but it should influencers be breeders. Um, but before we get into that, maybe let's quickly give you know quick quick introductions. Um, so Greg, why don't you kick off? Um, what do you do, Greg? Um, <laughs> I, I I do a little bit of breeding, but I, I also build enclosures and racks and incubators and stuff like that. So I try and try and build things for the animals in the hobby. Um, nice. More than just more than just breeding. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And James. Um, I'm uh I'm a breeder. Just uh that's that's it not not me personally but uh <laughs> but uh uh yeah just breed reptiles uh mainly geckos uh and skinks um yeah that's that's pretty much it i try to do everything in uh like large naturalistic enclosures uh, and that's kind of like my whole jam that i push cool awesome yoshi all right, so I'm Yoshi. I am uh, one of the owners of Modern Reptile. I breed uh, some turtles, tortoises, uh, blue tongues, ball pythons, and I am one of the hosts of the Reptiles With podcast. Yes, sir. Okay, so as you guys can see, um, everyone's sort of from a different part of the reptile hobby. Uh, so this should be this should be pretty interesting. Uh, what do you guys classify as an influencer? And, and, you know, I, I don't want to give away too many. I don't want to influence answers at all, but is it just anyone with an online presence or is it just people who create content or is it like, you know, um, what is your guys' opinion? Um, James, do you want to start this one off? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, you can say no. Yeah, your painting is falling, dude. <laughs> you know, I can say no. <laughs> um, I, I mean, anyone that... Cause like everyone posts content now. you basically just have to, to, to be a business, right? That's how you get out there. Uh, I, it, it drains my soul, but I, I try to do it once or twice a day. Um, but I, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer. I'm just a business that's, you know, trying to be a business. Um, I think an influencer is more 
when it's focused very much on like the person, like the the human doing it all, they're and, and they have you know influence or sway over um, probably like a really large group of people. Like I don't have very many followers on either my thing. I think my Instagram is like seven thousand ish, and Facebook's like three or something like that. So. Um, like as a breeder, I feel like, you know, that's pretty decent considering like I've met a good, not all of them, obviously, but I've met a good chunk of the people or at least had interactions with them. Um, so it, it's probably, it's probably someone with a very large reach of audience would be one of the classifications. And then I think it also just very much being about, again, the human behind all of it. Not, I mean, the animals are obviously part of it, but, but it's very, I think people are coming a lot of the time for that person or their personality right yeah i don't i don't think my turtle because he has an instagram page is an influencer even though he can get a lot of followers <laughs> right yeah you know? yeah he has he has no influence over well i mean he he can maybe get you to do things but he has no influence Absolutely. over those people probably right and maybe maybe in a sense where like they could get someone to be like i want a turtle because they see you know a page that's right a turtle or you know there's a lot of like leopard gecko uh ones where it's like you know spot the leopard gecko and it's just all about like that leopard at yeah. one animal and it's like it is kind of cool to see that right because it's like that person is so passionate about that singular animal they don't need like like you know we've all gotten all this stuff around us like i've got two rooms here see all the racks you've got all your cages yeah. it's like they don't need that they have they have that one animal and they'd make a whole they make all of their content out of it i think that's that's pretty dope um but i think it definitely has less influence than when you see those those big people that have a lot of stuff right 100 uh cool. yoshi you want to follow that up that was a very good answer that was a very good answer so huh influencer i think i mean in the end of the day the root of the word the word is influence right so in a sense there's a difference between a somebody who has a following and somebody who has an audience because somebody could have a hundred thousand followers and their people don't interact with them you know so right. they don't really have that audience you know so having that audience that's something that's reciprocated you know a give and take and you are you know able to throw your ideas they listen, they take in, that's the influence part of it. So I'd say that that really is what an influencer is. And though that audience buys a persona, you know, the person behind the account, no matter what they do, whether they are a breeder, um, somebody that just does social media, YouTube, stuff like that, somebody that makes cages, whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess that's kind of how I see what an influencer is. It's a, It's a little bit especially in the reptile community, it's a little bit topsy-turvy because there's so many like micro niches in this thing. And I wouldn't say you need to be at a certain number of followers to have to be an influencer because of course there's micro influencers and all that stuff. So it, it really fluctuates. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Uh, wow. Greg, I, this sucks for me. You have nothing to follow I thought, up with. Wow, I feel sorry for Yoshi. And then Yoshi was... <laughs> I'm gonna oh, keep man. switching it up so that nobody gets you know. <laughs> um, think hard I, I, on the next I agree one. With, yeah. with what you both said. To be honest with you, I, I think one big thing is I, I think there are influencers. Let's say, well, there are people with um, a large following currently 
that might have developed their their following from a, a ways back that aren't quite the influencers that they once were. So like to see them, I, I think there's people with smaller, um, smaller uh, following bases that might actually have more sway than, than some of the bigger people. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what else to add after those two uh, beautiful no, things. I, yeah, no, I think, I think that's, that's definitely true. Like where I think Yoshi was saying where it's like how much you could have a million followers, but if you're not really interacting with them and you're just sort of yeah. posting content and they're just absorbing it, but there's no, um, the interaction. Like no, yeah. Yeah. There's no back and forth. People, people Engagement. want, yeah, yeah like the engagement <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna use an awful term like parasocial or something <laughs> yeah. they they like that relationship and and but you can you know you can have people don't go to like a, a kardashian's instagram and post on it and be like she's gonna comment back yeah. but like if you go to a lot of like um a lot of like the reptile influencer type people and you comment on there Again, it's a smaller community, so it's a lot easier. But like, it, you're gonna get an engagement, and and those people, yeah, they definitely have more sway. And you can, uh, like Greg was saying, you can have like ten thousand people where like they all are engaging with you, so you do have sway with those ten thousand people, opposed to the million people where you literally, uh, they don't really care. They're just there for the daily dose, right? Yeah, they yeah. just saw all the reels, and they're like, okay, I want to see more of this, and they're just they're just there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent, and I agree actually with a lot of what you guys said. It's almost like you need to become um, an influencer these days to sell your animals. Almost so, like even breeders, like you were saying earlier, James. Even breeders are just like putting out content, just like you know, don't because it's almost like you have to build a name to be able to sell an animal. Which obviously that that's just wrong because it's not you're not basing buying the animal on the quality of the animal or the, or you know the quality of the care behind the animal. You're now basing it on this person. Mm -hmm. um this person's selling it so it must be good and whatever i see him online whatever mm -hmm. so i think the key i think the key in that is a, a breeder has the capacity to use social media in, in whatever way to show how much they put into their animals how much what their knowledge base is what their and i think that that's where a big difference is 100 percent. yeah so like so following up with that like you know like i just said it's 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 the fear of like lack of quality uh, or buying the wrong from the wrong place or the wrong person so adding to that what other fears are there um like with an influencer now that we've established what an influencer is um i guess there is no real right answers right we're just kind of sort of having a discussion here, so there's no actual what an influencer is or is everybody can sign it their own way but uh what's the fear with an influencer being a breather and greg you can start this one off just so you're, you know, you're straight <laughs> from the get go. You're good to go. You have all the answers. <laughs> um, um, my opinion, like my feeling of, of, I think one of the primary things an influencer can do is um, they can change a market without even realizing what they're doing. If they, it's so they can make a whimsical comment about, um, a certain species or I don't like this species uh, yeah oh I don't like this because and, that, and that's your opinion and that's totally fine but you also have to remember you saying that is kind of making a lot of people miss the opportunity to 
possibly get an animal that might be the best thing that ever happened to them, right? And I, I think that's too bad. I think people have to start to realize, you know, how, how delicate that is. You can really, honestly, not meaning it in a monetary way, but you can kind of mess up people's businesses by a whimsical moment. Um, and I think that's something that's kind of dangerously unfair because they don't necessarily get the feedback on how they can influence people. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. James, any follow-up? I've, I've actually never thought about that, to be perfectly honest. That's like one of the first times that's kind of just gone through my brain. So I was just sort of sitting there being like, oh, oh yeah, that could have... Well, no, no, just, I, you know, I, the African fat tails being like one of my main things, right? They, they're, I've always found them to be like a very wavy species where like sometimes some years it's just like everybody wants a fat tail. And then sometimes I'm just like at this year, to be honest, like I still, I still have a pretty good amount of fat tails out of, uh, out of everything I produced last season. Uh, I have like two gargoyles and a good amount of fat tails left. But that's part of being a breeder is I'm set up to, you know, maintain them. Um, but yeah, I've never I've never thought about that before. So that one was kind of fresh in my head. One one of the dangers is um, I think I think about like kind of like you know the the show Jackass. The the reason they put a disclaimer at the start of Jackass is not because they don't want you to go do what they're doing. It's because legally they want to be covered for what they're doing. So I'm not saying the disclaimers in the reptile videos where they go, I have this many pets. Um, you shouldn't do this. It it's not the same kind of disclaimer, right? Because like they're they're not they just don't want you to do it. But the reason the people in Jackass put that is because they know you're gonna do it. <laughs> so they so they want to be covered, right? Yeah. So if if people see that, they, like what what's your extend? I guess what's your extenuating circumstance that allows you to do that, right? Like what? Cause like, I know with taking care of as many reptiles as I take care of, like, I always tell you, like, you know, I'll, I'll come talk to you anytime, but it means like, if I'm not, if I'm here doing this now, I either got up earlier or I'm going back in that room when I'm, when I'm done here. Right. right. And, and it, it's so like, it's one of those, um, yeah, it's just what, what's the, cause like, they still have to make the content on top of doing all of that. And I just, yeah, that's where I run into the, I guess the weird spot of, um, when you do have so many animals and then you still have to create the content. Uh, and then like, if you have to warn people against doing something, I, I mean, obviously you can't stop people. We're humans, right? We just kind of, a lot of people just do what they want to do. Um, yeah. No matter but, how many times you tell them not to. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so like, I think more so maybe there needs to come with more, a bit more than just like, you know, this is my disclaimer. I have this many animals. Um, like I think, uh, Mike, Mike and breed is really good how they're always like, you know, we breed our animals and they're, they're very species specific kind of like about what they're doing. They're not, you know, two, two of everything sort of thing. Like I, and, and, yeah. and that's when, that's when I think the, the weirdness comes, I guess, with the breeding. I mean, you, there's, you know, there's so many breeders who work hard. Um, like I, I've, I've worked really, I've worked with fat tails now for a decade. Um, and then if someone else is just, they've got a pair, it's not, and they're and they can sell them because they're an influencer. I, yeah, I don't I don't want to ramble on about it, but yeah, it's just there's it, it runs into this weird spot where yeah, it's um, that part's worrying to me. It's how do you stop the people that see it right? Because they they will they will just do it. 
yeah disclaimers aren't stopping anyone right 100 100 that makes sense and like that's actually a really good point like how do you if somebody's worked his whole life to build the entire business and then somebody comes with a pair of fat tails and is an influencer and then takes the market from them like where's yeah it's i mean the pair i'm not saying the pair is going to steal the whole market right Right. it's more it's more just it shows then the next person is going oh well if you have a pair of fat tails you breed your pair of fat tails and you breed your the next person and and reptiles are still good pets like right yeah but but it does mean an influencer can can come along and go okay well i've got this species that no one's interested in since I'm an influencer, I can get myself on, on some podcast and have a chat about it. No, no offense to podcasters. You guys are marvelous. <laughs> uh, not taken, not can, taken. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my thing. Right? Um, <laughs> I'm not an influencer, but. Uh, um, Shout out husbandry pro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's someone can go, Oh, well, I need to, I need to up this market. I need yeah. to influence this market, pull people away from something else and, and start looking at, at these items. Is that good or bad? That's arguable, right? That's kind of yeah. the way of the world, but, uh, mm. but yeah, sorry. I'm not meaning to jump it over. Uh, no, no, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yoshi, do you have, you, you know, did you have any? Yeah. All right. So I think both of you guys had very good points, you know, and I, I'm not going to, I think you guys said those points very well. So I'm not going to touch on those, but something that I personally get worried about and it's, it's kind of happening a little bit like locally here in Florida, where it's like, we hear like a rumor about somebody who's very popular in the community about like, kind of like some issues with some of the animals that that person is selling, but nobody wants to speak up because you know, that person has such a following that it's like, everybody's just going to attack me now. And then I'm going to get like retroactively canceled, you know? And I think that that is a concern. The concern is that when somebody's persona supersedes like their animals, you know, and people are just going to buy those animals because of the persona, because of the name. And then when some people are getting some sick animals or some animals that are doing bad or whatever, you know, it's almost like nobody can say anything because this person kind of seems like unbeatable. You know, so I think that that is, you know, the downside to the influencer breeding thing. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, I think that one too, though, um, at least in the reptile industry, isn't just to uh, influencers, right? Like, I feel like the same can almost be said to most of the, um, I watched a few of your guys' podcasts. I think you guys call them old heads. The dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I call I call them the dinosaurs. But yeah, I feel like the same thing could be said to those guys, where they're all so tightly knit, especially down in the states, because you guys yeah. just have a way bigger hobby than we do up here. But your guys are so tightly knit down there that if you were to go at one of the the old heads or the dinosaurs, that you would yeah. you would get dogpiled for sure, for yeah. sure. And so yeah, that. I mean, a lot of them are just trying to be influencers now, too, though. So I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the original <laughs> point. What classifies as an influencer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But you, you do hear, like, I've, you know, you, you go to expos or, or whatever, and you do, you do hear the whisper yeah. of, like, oh, I saw so and so stuff. And I was surprised at, like, how emaciated it was. Or I saw, you know, but no one wants to say, no one would say anything because they're, yeah. Kind of godlike or 
they don't want to go into like an online war or go against the big name. Yeah, well, and that's just it. It's, it's it turns into pettiness. Yeah, yeah it's not also yeah. a knowledge war going on right now on, <laughs> yeah. on YouTube and stuff. You Tons know. of stuff going on right now. Yeah. It's been it's been a fun fun couple of weeks i'll tell you that um yeah no 100 percent okay so so just jumping off the topic that that um that greg's touched off there with um with like you know the underrated animals the, the ones that are like good pets but nobody's talking about you know and sometimes the influencers when they keep showing them online um you know not that i'm saying not not that i want to call myself an influencer but for example um the mountain horn dragons i've been showing them out online there's been a lot more interest in them i was gonna do it. i'm always gonna do it you know I'm gonna do it. the mountain horn dragons the mountain horn dragons mountain horn dragons. anyway so um when i first started keeping them there was no interest and now you know i'm starting to get messages people asking about them stuff like that and i do think they're really good pets so sometimes it could be a positive thing so what do you guys think um you know what what, what is the advantage of influencers or big people um being breeders and selling specific animals hmm. well i i i do like what you're saying right now like you, you've created an awareness almost for that kind of lizard you know and like something that i'm very public about myself is how i you know i always tell everybody everybody that i meet that everybody that sees a blue tongue skink i'm like this is the superior pet lizard you don't yeah. want the bearded dragon that's just gonna sit there like this is the thing you know it's yeah. the blue tongue you know, right. so in a sense, like that's the good thing because you're showing an audience something that they don't know that is, you know, not the super rare random thing that they'll never be able to get. But you're like, no, this is super obtainable to you, you know, and you, you might see a bearded dragon. You're kind of like them, like that's my only option. And you're like, no, no, this is the thing. This is for you. Blue tongue skink. Yeah. yeah. There's more than what you just see when you walk into yeah and, yeah and i think that's that's one of the really positive things about you know we'll say the influencer is they can they can hand way more options to people you know outside of what they might see at, at their local pet store yeah uh, mm -hmm. and, they just know, don't they don't need to own all of the options given no they don't need to own all the options. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm just checking. I was just checking. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to own them. <laughs> I was just um, curious. <laughs> but, you know, like, but they can get people to give them clips to show on their social media that, that does have them. Um, but, but I think, I think that is a, um, a great aspect of the influencer being able to, to show the diversity of, of different, you know, species. Yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. There's a, but at, at, I, the reptile hobby is it's such it's such a bitch because there's always another side of the coin, right? Because oh, like to oh, me, to me, I I I 100 agree with you. There's so many, uh, there's Be so better. many good content creators out there that are bringing um bringing to light like animals that are either um you know critically endangered or at risk or uh, just a rarer species than you would usually see. Um, like Diane doing like the crocodile skinks like that's yeah. that's like a really cool project and crocodile skinks they're like a little more complicated than most not most reptiles but like they're they're not a beginner reptile but there's it's still like an obtainable reptile to you know someone who's in the hobby a little bit so it, it's like a cool reptile to see someone working with and seeing more of that kind of thing is cool 
But then I always think of um, satanic leaf tails. They're always the thing I go to because they, they're they were like in a Telus commercial or I forget what it was. They were in something, and then they started being in that meme all over Facebook with like the dragon wings, and then everybody wanted one. And I was just like, they're so finicky. They're, uh, uh, again, it's, it's not, yeah, like I don't think I don't. I'm not saying they're impossible to keep. It's just like it's one of those like. And not everyone needs to be asking for one of those. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I feel right now about axolotls. Like everybody wants an yes. axolotl right now. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just because they're in what's the game called? Mine, uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. 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 So cool. over over just the last like two or three years now, everybody wants yeah. an axolotl. It's yeah. Crazy. So we say all that, um, and obviously don't give me like a yes or no answer here, just so we don't piss anyone off. But um, should influencers be breeders if there even is an answer for this? Yoshi, why don't you take this one first as well? <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Okay, so I guess, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, that's so subjective. Should, you know, like, I mean, everybody has a right to do whatever they want, right? Uh, no gatekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's should, a huge thing, too. Yeah, that Yo, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so my background in general, okay, uh, my background is in music. Okay. And in music, you really learn the whole, what, what is a persona and what it can do for your audience, for your band, for whatever it is you're trying to do. You know, so I do think it is very important for a business owner to put themselves out there. And in these days, it's all about content creation and social media. So you do have to become an influencer. So I would say, should they, they should try but not everybody needs to be, you know, sometimes it comes off super cheesy. Some people I'm just like, yo, you're trying too hard, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that everybody should put at least their best foot forward. If you're trying to run a business to do some solid content creation, therefore create an audience. So that way it uh, helps your business grow. That's my yeah. answer. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, Greg, you want to take that? Go ahead. That was Wallace a safe, good answer. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, anyone's can do whatever, you know, like, but I think, I think as an influencer, people have to, uh, or should have to, is the wrong word, um, should really be able to kind of step back and, and, and see how they're, how they're affecting the rest of um, the lifestyle to, yeah. to, to take it away from the from hobby the industry. Yeah. word and, 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 and more of like that um, because, because they really, they can influence negatively and yeah. a lot of influencers, um, not all, but a lot of influencers are on the younger side and aren't really, don't even really think about how, their things can affect and i think nowadays the world is um a little more in like they don't think about the consequences of in those kinds of things in the same way because you're not having to deal with people directly yeah um, as the gray-haired guy right um but but i i, I do th i do think that's a, a big yeah factor if uh yeah. if i can interject on that i actually just to give like a real world example um, I post a, I've posted a lot of reels 
of like my blue tongues breeding and I never got really any like backlash. Um, and then recently, like two or three weeks ago, like super transparent, I posted a reel with skinks breeding. And the first clip of the reel was, uh, I mean, mind you, skink breeding is very brutal. Uh, the first clip of the video of the female had blood on her because the male was biting at her for a while, you know? And for me as a skink breeder, I see that and I'm like, Oh, it's it's just part of the process. And I didn't make the connection. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't make the connection that I was like, oh man, some like random person's going to see that and yeah. think so negatively towards that. And I spoke with like my co-host on the, on the podcast and I was like, Hey guys, like, did I, was that a red flag? Like, did I just mess up? Like I, I started thinking about it and then they told me, they were like, yeah, you know, it's a little bit different than what you usually do. And so me, I was like, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm some kind of influencer or anything like that, but I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going <laughs> to well, take that thing. me. So <laughs> so i was i just said i was like you know what? i'm just gonna take this thing down because i i can see like the negative that comes from this kind of post you know mm-hmm. yeah i actually yeah. had someone i i was actually reading a post from someone yesterday and they had posted a thing with a warning that was like don't watch this if you're not into watching things get eaten and he's got a dead snake in his hand uh, in the in the initial frame with his monitor lizard i was just about to bring this up you know what's going to happen you know and someone watched it and then and then you loved it greg just admit it you loved watching it yeah but but (laughs) they they it it, it became a personal thing for them because their snake kind of looks like this got you right and and it became this thing and it's a I, I kind of posted a little comment just to kind of buffer it of like, well, you know, people feed rats all the time on Instagram. Yeah. You know? And it's not, it's not a thing. So there, there's, is there a big difference in that, especially if it's already dead? You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but there, there is that. Um, I was, I was more commenting on what you were saying, not uh, yeah. at all. No, 100%. But that is a, that is a good point. I wanna, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let James uh, like go ahead and give us the answer. But I, I definitely want to touch on the whole is our fe- feeding videos, like even down to rats, you know, even down to like I, I do, I show my dragons eating silkworms, even down to that. Like, what's what we'll ask the question later, James. What yeah. do you think of, uh, yeah, what should, should influencers be breeders? in your opinion um yeah it's like like yoshi said it's very subjective it's it, it, you can't i would i would never tell someone if they if they had a passion for a reptile and they were like look i i, I really love this species like i would like to be able to produce captive bread you know to to be able to sell to people like that that's that's not it it's never an issue i think it's um it's different when it's like you're just kind of like doing little bits of everything. I just I, I I breed a little, not a little bit of everything. Like I have, I don't like to have large amounts of many projects, but I do have a large amount of species. But like I've been keeping reptiles for a very long time, and I've built up my knowledge over that time. So when I see you know people get you know they've been doing their thing for like four or five years, and they've got as many reptiles as me and then they want to breed them i'm just like man like i don't i don't make content and i'm exhausted all the time like i got i just have bags 24 7 because like i love what i do that's just it where it's like 
that kind of that part of it would worry me. But again, I I don't want to keep like singing his praises here, but like Diane, where he's working with stuff, it's like the Geomitis spangleri, the black breasted leaf turtles, yep. um, the Chinosaurus crocodilus, the those like it's all stuff that's rare and stuff that should be getting bred, and he's showing everyone how to do it in a responsible way and it, like stuff like that is amazing we need we definitely need more of that stuff 100 percent, right. and less less of the like tinkering with with stuff right like that that stuff is, is and, and i'm not i'm not against it right like i breed fat tails i do the morph thing it's just i I'm, I'm really big on like putting your best foot forward kind of thing especially mm -hmm. in the public where it has such easy access for everyone we just kind of you always just want to look, I mean, that's kind of what you want to touch on next. You always just want to look your best because as good as we think we're making things look, the public doesn't look at it the same way we do. No matter how good we think we made it look, they don't look at it the same way. So if we have those people putting like that really good foot forward, being like, look what reptile keepers do. They're working with endangered species. Like it just looks good. And I think most reptile keepers that are better that deeper in, in the hobby now, like, you know, but like you've got a lot of animals behind you. So like, I'm sure you have projects that are so I'm saying that to Yoshi, like you're huh. even and, and fatty, you have the, the, the horn dragons, like you, yeah. you've found things I'm sure that you would love and you are passionate about over the time you've been keeping reptiles. And, right. and that, that's not anything I would ever frown upon someone sharing uh, large collections of two, 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 just to pair them all is yeah, it's a little cringe. <laughs> I like your choice of words there. Um, no, that's that's very true. And also, just to touch on the whole, uh, you know, being exhausted without even creating content, I that is a hundred percent a huge thing. Like, the more I'm trying to put out more and more content, the more the more content I put out, the less time I'm spending in my reptile room, whether I like it or not. Even if I want to be down here. Um, I'm like, oh, I got to finish editing this video or whatever it is. So it's 100% a thing where if you have that many animals and you're even, it doesn't even just not, it's not even just down to creating content. If you have that many animals and you're working a full-time job or, and you're doing all this, all these, like all these things, are you even able to keep up? And, and some people are like hundred percent, they're able to do it. And some people aren't. So it's just, yeah, it's definitely something to think about, but yeah. Did anyone else have anything to add on that um, topic? Well, I'll make one comment just because I talk too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, Love it. Um, one thing that was kind of going through my mind while James was talking was, you know, people becoming um, YouTubers or influencers or, or, or whatever um, as kind of as a, as a face, as collectors, you know, and and into the animals and, you know, Sometimes people get followers not for their knowledge base, but 100%. you know it could be it could be like a, a cool beard or you know a nice body or whatever, right? Like people Thanks, get Greg. followers. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. You know, it's a beard <laughs> and the body, man. You yeah. got the whole package. Man. I was holding myself <laughs> back from saying it. I was like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> when he said uh, beard, I was like, I'm gonna take advantage of this. <laughs> I was actually on the edge. I was like, should I say thanks, man, or should I say Yoshi yeah. break with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. I wasn't where I was intending to go. But, sorry, uh, yeah, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's but then as soon as like someone gets followers for one reason and then can quite easily become 
a different a page very bad unhealthy breeder mm-hmm. and and selling animals for you know they could they could easily flood a market with high prices um or really low prices or low prices with bad animals and and, and it, it it kind of and that's where some of the unintentional i think can come in when when it turns into a ooh, ooh i can make a little more money off this um and everyone has that i think at, at, at whatever point in the hobby i think most keepers can have i have a little money? twinge of that you know you're breeding yeah. and you're like oh man like it doesn't hurt when you know you know you're you're selling you like know, an extra some, hundred bucks here and there. Yeah, I like you start selling some Ufagas or something like that for for some good coin or whatever. You're like wicked, um, but it's 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 a. I think it can be a bit of a slippery slope. Are you talking about so someone good. specific there? Because if there's somebody selling Ufago for a good coin, no, no, not for not oh. for. Okay, <laughs> <specific>. um, <laughs> um, all mine are gone. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's that it's the. I think just that, just that perception, you know, people being able to kind of control the market in a weird way. On the topic we were talking about before, um, feeding videos online, and and I'm not not even just like on YouTube or on Instagram, but you know, we've all seen the videos like Greg mentioned earlier of like um, snakes being fed to monitors or geckos being fed to geckos, and even down to just rats and quails, quail and all that. And we're all reptile keepers. So to us, or I don't know what people's opinions are, but I don't, I don't mean to like, you know, assume your opinions, but as reptile keepers, it's very normal to us to see an animal being eaten by another animal, you know? Um, so do you think, and and again, to touch on what James said earlier about how we're portraying ourselves to other reptile keepers and to the world outside the reptile keeping, um, do you think feeding videos, yay or nay? Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. well, James, do you want to take this first? you ask the person that's like probably the least into snakes here um, <laughs> but, no, no, but, but it's not snakes. even just it doesn't have to be snakes like even the, even down to like uh, i still saying earlier I, worms and geckos like, I, I, yeah. I very I very much feel there's a different stigma when you're talking about the difference between an insect and a rodent though when you when you're talking about the general also really well, yeah, yeah, I have really? a story, but I'll, I'll wait for you to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am excited. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, my brain goes to that. Um, I, I, maybe it's in part. Um, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the way rodents are kept in the reptile industry. I mean, they're just kept that way in like lab standard too. But um, yeah, feeder feeder dignity is kind of like a big deal when it for me when it comes to intelligent things. Um, I don't know. This is a hard question because I very much believe like we do need to be very transparent about what we do because I don't think we need to be. Um, I think we need to sugarcoat, but I don't think we need to lie about lie. what we do. Yeah. So because like it is it is part of what these animals eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like they would just eat that. So. um yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like trigger warnings or something is still like the the best thing I can come up with. Maybe don't have the picture in the background of the trigger warning, like Greg was saying. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, it, it is part of it. It's very much part of it. Like all my stuff eats insects. Um, like the collards eat lizards, and like they get anything that fails, but um, they don't get anything alive. And I'm, not, I don't need to show. I don't need to show them eating a dead lizard just because it, 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 that's not, there's no, them chasing crickets is going to be more entertaining to people anyway. Like, um, so 
I, I don't know. I'm honestly but, torn. I, it, but that's uh, exactly the point, though, right? Like, it's 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 a matter of should like or not should, but some people are showing the dead lizards being eaten. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you decided not to, but some people are. So it's yeah. Like sort of what what or alive is or what what made you decide? Sort of, I guess. And I'm not uh, sorry. I don't mean to like pick uh, on you or keep no, pushing no, this no, back no. on you. Yeah, but yeah. Like, no. You know push, what made you decide? Push, this it's time? fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like what made you decide to 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 not show that on your? Uh, I think to me it's just how basically like my family, um, my friends that aren't reptile people, just the, how the general public has kind of showed me. Um, how they feel about it obviously i'm gonna hear a story about how it's not like that which i'm but um yeah for the most part like people in my life have been very like oh like i feel bad for the rat or whatever uh whereas like when the when the collared lizards chase the crickets everyone's like oh like that's really cool they're like darting around and they're going so fast and and stuff like that or like when my blue tongues are eating stuff they're like wow they're sloppy and disgusting eh? and i'm like yes yes they are <laughs> like that's just like they don't mind like that they don't mind seeing the the monkey tails eat greens the euros eat greens the insects don't seem to bother people worms tend to bother people more crickets uh crickets don't bother people they they like because I think most things are chasing it, so they're they're more focused on the chase, right? They're like, oh, look at the lizard move, not look at it eating. They're just like, look at it move, right? So I think I just kind of use that. I think I just use the fact that people like watching lizards move, so I just don't post other stuff, and I just post the lizards chasing crickets if I post feedings. So I, I, yeah, I think I, 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 it's more just that I just, I like Yoshi was saying earlier how he realized what people liked. I realized people liked lizards chasing crickets. So I try to do that more often now. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yoshi, I'm going to let you take it. I'm going to jump in real quick before just okay. to add to sort of add to that. Um, I've sort of found the same thing as James. I, you know, when I post the, the silkworm eating videos or the hormone eating videos, people get sort of get excited and, oh, they look like gummy worms and they're eating gummy worms and I don't know what. And, and the cricket chasing videos, like you said, people get very excited over it. And then I post something like a tarantula and it's like, nope, stop there. Um, and it's similar. It's also, it's, it's a mix of people in the hobby that aren't into that part of the hobby and people outside of the hobby. But it's like, nope, we don't want to see, we don't want to see the crickets up close. We don't mind them being chased. Like you were saying, we don't want to see the crickets up close. We don't want to see the roaches on their own. We don't mind the roaches in a reptile's mouth. You know, we don't want to see the tarantula, um, but we don't mind the tarantula eating something else. Like it's it's or, so it's or if, if it's just walking around being nice or if it's and just blue and, yeah, whatever. Or, yeah, and yeah. cute, exactly, then it's okay. But if it's just like a oh shot of a tarantula's face and it's oh so scary and fangs and I don't know, yeah, it's very interesting the way people think. But okay, Yoshi, I can't wait anymore to hear your very All interesting right. story. I'm so, excited. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't do okay. So modern reptile is something that I don't do full time right now. I mean, obviously that's the goal, but for my job, I work for another reptile company. I do the e-commerce there. And um, as we were trying to grow the social media for that company, we posted a video of a jeweled Lacerda eating a cricket. And it was like the first video for that for that account to like kind of like start going viral. But I guess it got to like the insect community that like really loves insects. And they just like reported the crap out of that <laughs> reel. And it ended up wow. taking the, the, the company's account down. Wow. Like it, we they had just hit I think like ten thousand followers or something, and they le legitimately got the account taken down. Luckily, we were able to get it back up. But yeah, people apparently you know care that's, about these insects like that. Do you think right? that it got that's taken crazy. down because it's a store account? You you know, I don't think so because they didn't. 
they don't like do like they don't sell animals on Instagram. Like we always send people to the website, you know, like because right. you know the website has its own funnels and get you know to get people to to buy the things off of there. So it's more beneficial to send people there. Yeah. But it was just that people didn't like the way the Lacerda was eating the cricket because it was like destroying it, ripping it apart, the whole thing, you know. The face I was, shoving I was the ground say, and a rub. Yeah. <laughs> to a rafter yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Like any of the monitors, man, they grab them and they slam yeah, them yeah, and yeah. they squirt crap. It's like, yeah. yeah. The, the blueies do the same. Yeah, the blueies do the same, yeah. except for they they take so much longer because they're just so dumb that they're just they sit there smearing <laughs> just, it on their face yeah, for like five yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. But in, in the end of the day, I mean, the those kinds of videos, like feeding videos, it's the wow factor. So if your goal as a content creator is to get a lot of people mm. to view your stuff and to follow you, like I can see how you think that that's the way to do it, and I definitely have done it in the past when I didn't think about these things and it was years ago you know but like now you know a little more mature a little more like cognizant with the things that i'm doing like just being on top of like should somebody see this thing what are they going to think in the long run what is it going to do for the general reptile hobby uh and yeah i mean i in certain aspects i don't think it should be done you know especially like specifically like the live feeding stuff because you know to hear like and like a mouse like suffer is it, it sucks as a matter of fact like my my wife doesn't doesn't really like any not that she doesn't like the reptiles and stuff like that but like she favors the mice in the situation so like i i always have to like make sure to feed when she's not here when i'm feeding i have headphones in because i don't want to hear this shit you know like it, it's not great the the i'm sorry for cursing so much like i have you're good you're good keep going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like i don't want I, I le legitimately have moral battles with what I do, you know, because I'm like, in the in the end of the day, like these animals are doing something for me, so I want to feed them good and stuff like that. But the feed is suffering for me to gain from this situation. So those are things that I'm personally always thinking about. But you know, to to post it online, to exploit it and stuff like that, it's 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 iffy. It's iffy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I think, I think it's a, uh, it is a touchy subject. I think the live feedings, it, it's just sensational media, yeah. you know, it's what people have been taught that, that sells, right? Um, oh, look at us. We're all rearranged. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people do it. I, I think there's some great people out there who are doing it because, it's kind of their image or, or whatever else. Um, I could say a number of names. I won't. But, <laughs> um, but you know, th they're out there and, and, and for good or bad. But I, I think really are as as keepers and being able to make this be a long term thing. Right now, you guys in Florida are dealing with a, this a lot more than us, but um, having having animals Bad taken species. away as species being removed from from being able to keep anymore yeah. um is it can be a reality and I, and I think if we don't show the general public how awesome these animals are we're screwed it, we're, yeah. we're we're gonna start losing stuff right so if yeah. you keep showing that like 
someone feeding a you know someone's favorite kitten to something you know yeah it's something that they can relate to as a childhood thing or as as soon as something can get a little bit personal people jump on it and yeah um i'd I'd hate to see it's like i don't know in my opinion you know the there's so many strange definitions for something being domesticated yeah yeah and so many of these so many of these animals could never go back out you know they're just going to be taken and put being put down um they'd never you know some of them if you're you know we all know florida's got their thing but yeah uh, i think honestly i personally believe the reptiles are the least of the problems of invasive species in florida um they're just big enough for people to notice you know Mm. Um, right the iguanas yeah but but you know the iguanas Sadly, you know, he's but, been hit together you know, the whole time. They also, they you know, also came a hundred years ago, you know, so doing something about it now is like a little bit late. Yeah, I mean, I'm from Miami, so I'm from the root of the problem. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you and, are. This is you, man. This is all you. Yeah, yeah. Like, as a matter of fact, like the guys. As a matter of fact, podcast, I am the problem. <laughs> it's me. I did it, guys. You found just me. Runs behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I actually, we, the guys on the podcast are always arguing. Uh, about like all the invasive problems i'm like you guys you don't even know like that the half of it like i'm from there like i'm there where like i walk down the street and there's iguanas everywhere i, if I go outside of my dad's house my dad's house hundreds of red-headed agamas like that's a fact like these things yeah. are real but on this social media thing um i think the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that it's like and, and i didn't coin this phrase my friend is always saying it's like a drug dude it's like a drug you know, and then people want to do what they got to do to hear that ding, to get their phone to vibrate. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that's what they're addicted to. It just we have to really think, like, are we really allowing this attention? Are we allowing this to dictate the future of what the hobby will be? And if we lose the availability to have these animals as pets, to breed these animals, um, will something like that in the end of the day? Like let's say we, we lost all you know our rights to to or our possibilities to 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 own these animals, right? Will that create a disconnect between human and animal? Therefore, in the long run, we just forget about them. We create concrete jungles. It's done, you know. Because I do yeah. think that like within the pet trade and stuff like that, like keeping that alive is important for us to be able to get people to connect with these animals. Stay yeah, especially like we're all city dwellers, you know, like. It- you know, even if you're out in the country nowadays, you're you're a city dweller. It's mm-hmm. like you're always close enough. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, hundred percent agreed. Okay, so I'm gonna top it off or, or leave it off with one final question, and this is actually only because James already brought this up, and it's sort of something that's been being like thrown around in uh, like on Instagram now, and there has been a few arguments and a few, you know, online wars based on. Uh, the topic of gatekeeping you know like um this species is the species i'm working with you can't work with it you can't be selling it competition not competition like all of that kind of thing um so obviously you know we're not obviously maybe some people are supporters of gatekeeping i'm not a supporter of gatekeeping uh but what's uh yeah what do, what do you guys think uh what do you guys think of gatekeeping and since james or maybe i've thrown it at james too many times i don't know <laughs> greg do you want to take this one first or james are you good yeah all right, whatever you want, man. It's your show. Okay, take it. No, no, take it, James. 
Yeah, no, people people shouldn't gatekeep. Um, but like, uh, I I breed I breed the African fat tails, like I've repeatedly said, because I just love them so much. Yeah. You're doing God's uh, work. <laughs> yeah, I know I am, sir. What <laughs> <laughs> else is gonna do it? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, uh, you're um. The guy that you uh reptile tails in yeah, montreal max, max. Yeah. yeah like I, I i i look at that oh yeah yeah sorry sorry yeah. <laughs> uh i look at that as like a good thing and like i i'm i'm 100 there to like help them anytime they need help and and discuss fat tails with them because uh, again it goes back to the if if you're gonna breed something have a passion for it I, i'm not I'm just trying to gatekeep people that don't actually give a shit about the animals, basically. Right, hundred percent. Like that—that's it. But otherwise, if you have the passion for them, I am here for you. I will help you as much as I can because the more people you can get passionate about them, it does multiple things. Like was just discussed, where people are working with animals that are eventually just going to be gone. Uh, like I think I always bring it up uh, anytime I talk to anyone. The monkey tails. Monkey tails are going to be an animal where we will. They're so taken advantage of right now where people are just like, import them, import them, import them. That's going to stop soon. That's mm -hmm. going to stop very soon. That island is just getting yep. murked, like just yep. destroyed. All species, it's not just and, species. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like illegal logging, legal logging, it doesn't matter. All of it, like rising sea level, like it, it's that island is just going to be like kaput. It, like nothing will come from it. So like that, that's like, that is an important thing uh it's just like passion i just want people to have passion if you're gonna work with an animal if you're gonna bring life into the world have passion for it right that's yeah. that's it so like I, that's the only thing i would ever gatekeep is if if someone just reeks of wanting money out of them then i'll get keep the shit out of you no 100 100 okay so greg since we took it from you why don't you take it nice <laughs> oh yeah Wow. Oh yeah, you remembered me. <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously, gatekeeping sucks, you know. But sadly, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people doing out it. there who, you know, get a species and then, you know, won't. Much to their own uh, long-term, you know, issues of, you know, don't don't share things, don't share bloodlines, don't won't won't self emails um is a is, is a popular item <laughs> um, that happens very commonly and and, it, and, it, and it's really it is quite sad as, as james said you know you, you you start to see things kind of dwindle away or, or bloodlines you know it's but you know in canada we have more of a challenge of of getting some of the species than in the states so when we get something sometimes we only get a few pairs that's not working with and if they don't start to share the wealth, it becomes a family stick pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. And then you have just so someone can make a few extra bucks for a couple more years. Yeah, you know, that's my thought on it, but I'm not about the money. I ain't about the money. Okay, uh, Yoshi. Yeah, we all we all need we all need money, but you know. Yeah. I, yeah, hundred percent. Man. Yoshi, what do you think? So I'm gonna come at it from the money point of view. Okay, nice. <laughs> right. we all want money. So, yeah, there we go. So okay, so check it out. Like I and I agree that a certain amount of uh gatekeeping is good in the sense of like what James was saying. It's like if you're talking to somebody who's gonna just take advantage of this animal, there's no passion behind it, like yeah, you should definitely put a wall up and be like, 
I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I don't trust what you're going to do with the situation. Because, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times where somebody's like, oh, but if I just get into these ball pythons, like, I'm going to make all this money and this and that. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not like that. And then those people That's are in all. and out, in and out, yeah. in and out, you know. Uh, but from a business point of view, um, I think if you if you don't gatekeep, you allow the opportunity for your industry to grow. You know, so yeah, of course, you got to hold back your stuff, like be business savvy in the sense of like, yeah, I need to hold this stuff back for my business to grow. But if I don't give this information, if I don't sell these kinds of animals, then I am killing my own market at that point. Mm. You know, so you got to be able to let that thing fluctuate. If we want this thing, this whole industry, uh, hobby, whatever you call it, if we want it to be as normal as breeding cats and dogs, where everybody has a reptile, reptiles are quote unquote domesticated, whatever it is that we got to say, like we have to be able to be willing to give out this information, you know, and just be public and most importantly, transparent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. I, well, so first of and, all, on that, on that, sorry, Greg, just before you go on that, I, I agree. If, if people, what gatekeeping does is it prevents other people from getting the species and when other people can't get the species, eventually nobody wants it because everyone's like, Oh, you can't get your hands on it. So yeah. when more and more people getting into it, you're increasing your own market, you're increasing the market of the species, you're increasing the industry, getting more people into, um, into reptiles in general. And then as Greg said earlier as well, bloodlines, if you're, if you want to be the only person with the species, eventually you're going to, you know, you're, you're, you're going to put yourself, what was the term? You're going to bottleneck your own, your own um, collection yeah. or your own bloodline. You need yeah. to be able to trade with other people who are keeping them. But yeah, yeah sorry. Whoever, uh, yeah. I think Greg, I think you were about yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. Always Come on. It's always Come Greg. On. Greg, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the, the other thing I, I just wanted to almost, almost maybe point out was Australia, you know, I, I find as, as, you know, YouTubers or, or whatever, they, since there is no exportation, since they're, they're working with a contained kind of, of unit and it's, it's not the well, same kind of competition as much as like breeders do great, create great lines and whatever else. Um, the idea of gatekeeping is a little more challenging, right? Cause they can, because they can just their own, their own stuff. So you just go out and catch one. <laughs> yeah. So as long as they have a license, they can keep it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's uh, but they seem a lot more open with breeding techniques. Like if you're working with an Australian species, man, you can get some great husbandry information. Mm -hmm. You know, like I find compared to a lot of the the North American people there's a little more constraint on the on the breeders no that, I yeah that's my two cents cool thank you for uh shitting on all the north american keepers and saying Australian keepers are better Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i figured i figured i i gave you the beard and, and body thing i had to take it away somehow lock you down a notch man like if anyone's received that they need that you look great you take terrible care of your animals. <laughs> that's exactly what he just did yeah. uh no that's awesome i love it okay so any last anyone want to throw in any last final comments on the topic uh, before we wrap it up here, I just think that uh, if your goal is to become an influencer, if your goal is to grow your audience, just be responsible and most importantly, like be transparent. You know, be open to other people's opinions. 
um, you know, and that's a big one. Keep learning, <laughs> keep learning, man. Keep learning. Right. Do your things. Hell yeah. Love it. Awesome. James, Greg, anything yeah, to add? No, I, I, yeah. The last, the last thing Yoshi said is like perfect. Just keep learning. Yeah. I, like I've been doing I, this. I cut the whole thing of what Yoshi said right at the end of that. Okay. <laughs> like that it's it's just like yeah it's perfect it's just like you a big thing in this hobby is like when you stop when you think you know it all you probably know nothing it's yeah. it's it yeah. is what you know is pre, like percent of a percentile like it, it's yeah. nothing if you think you're done i learn new things every day even yeah. just from being around my animals and watching them and, and you know like a, a, a lot of people are like oh um you're like, I want a bearded dragon because it does, it's like, it's active, it's during the day. And it's like, well, I'm awake at night. When I go in there, like my nocturnal animals act yeah. very much like my diurnal animals where they will come up to me, right? And they act very much different just because I'm there for it. A lot of people aren't there for their nocturnal animals, you know. At all, yeah. Right. Out time or whatever, right? Like I, my, my lychees don't run away when I go in there. Like they don't, no one's, no one's bolting on me. Like it's, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just to keep keep just keep constantly learning. It's it's yeah. so so important. Yeah. I think like even if you're like the most charismatic person, you really got to learn how to be like the quietest person in the room and just listen. You know, you got to be okay with just listening and understanding people's like perception of things. Proceed, you know, like try to put yourself in these people's shoes and even if you don't agree with them, just try to take something out of it to either justify your beliefs more or maybe realize maybe my beliefs are a little bit wrong. Maybe I should change some of the things that I do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a better way to do this. Yeah. 100%. Greg, the floor is yours. Anything to add? No? Should we wrap I it up? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet. Okay. In that case, Greg, you can start off the wrap up. Can you let everybody know where they can find you? Uh, I, Instagram, at Beneath the Canopy Exotics. That's... Uh, Pretty much it's right there, and it will be in the description as well. All before before everyone says it, all the information will be in the description. Go find the links there. James, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, so available animals, which isn't too much right now because uh, I'm kind of in that sweet lull where I just get to relax for a little bit. Um, so topshelfgeckos.ca, uh, Instagram topshelfgeckos, Facebook topshelfgeckos. Uh, no, I am not an influencer, so there's no YouTube or any of that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving it off right. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yoshi, what about you? All right. So at Modern Reptile Shop on pretty much all social media, and then you can search on YouTube or every streaming platform that matters, uh, Modern Reptile or the Reptiles with Podcast. Awesome. Yeah. And once again, I will have all the links in the description or the show notes or whatever you want to call them, depending on what you're watching them. <laughs> uh, as he said, on all social media platforms that matter. Um, thank you guys very, very much for coming on. This was an awesome episode. Um, thank you all for doing it on such short notice too. Greg actually just came up with the idea this weekend and we threw it together in like less than 48 hours. So um, I'm super happy with how this turned out. I'm super happy to have been able to pull you guys from everywhere together. And like it actually, I think, I think, it turned out to be a fairly good episode. So once again, thank you all for coming on. Um, to everyone listening, thank you for listening. Go follow these lovely people on social media, on all the places. Uh, make James an influencer by giving him more followers. Oh, please don't. <laughs> 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 followers, but I don't want to influence anyone. I'm a yeah. bad influence. You're never going to get him back on. 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's it. James, like, I'm never coming back on again. No, that's awesome. And then also, final thing, go follow Toby. What's the account, Greg? Go follow Toby the Tortoise. <laughs> on <Instagram>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for so you, he can be an influencer. Yeah, yeah so he, he doesn't need to be an influencer. <laughs> no, okay, no, sweet. Yeah, thank you all for watching. I am Daffy's Reptiles on all social media platforms. Daffy Roundtable on all streaming platforms that matter. I'll say it once again. Yeah. Um, thank you all for watching, and we will see you on the next one.